0: Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by Bibi Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Earth School. Um, we're delighted to have you here with us as always, and we're going to take a little step into integration this week. Um, we thought was sort of the planets in retrograde and with Jupiter sort of shifting signs again. That it would be nice just to take this moment to sort of pause, stand still, and just sort of see what what we've gained, what we're learning. Maybe what we've dropped and sort of in a sense dropped, you know, as you left it down and you forgot to pick it back up again because there's something important in it is kind of the way I'm seeing it at the minute. Um, maybe what's revisiting you for you to sort of chew on a little bit more. Um, and we thought we'd hold this space just for that there of giving these ways of integrating our little prompts in a sense to get you thinking about okay where am I at in this trajectory now moving into August and also moving into sort of this time of harvest like so taking everything and seeing what we can get from it. Um, So enjoy and welcome BB. Hi Rosaline. (laughs) So my dear integration Hmm. yeah what does it mean to you or what way do you see it or the importance
1: of Hmm. it? Well Again, there, there are loads of different pieces to it, but I think integration is, is a bit like gold mining, you know, or distilling something. It's like, it's what comes after either an intense period or like an enjoyable period or a, a, a time that maybe just has been different than usual. And, you know, instead of just rushing on, and to me, it's like, there are all these loose pieces of information of what we have learned, maybe. A lot of times we may not even be aware of what the, you know, what sort of the realizations were. And so integration to me means mainly giving space or, or pause in that sort of the process of time and just sitting with something, taking a breath. And, you know, that can be literally like, you know, you had a tough hour and you just have a good breath in between, have a cup of tea if you can, or it can be like, you know, go on a retreat or whatever, whatever it requires to take out of your journaling, there are many different ways, so it doesn't have to be really that long, but just giving it a little bit of time and reflection on, you know, what have I learned, and what were the experiences, and, you know, what do you feel at this point have they done to me, like, how have they changed me, how have they grown me, Um, what has been sort of awoken in me as a result I guess Uh, so that when I move onwards we can bring all of that learning that gold into how we create life from here going forward sort of very roughly Mm. what about you how do you see Mm. that process to
0: me it's like it's it's like it's a really important step like because it gives you the space to digest Mm. what you've been sort Mm -hmm. of watching experiencing observing in yourself and the world around you like do you know like so to me it's like it's this important part of healing us healing itself like as the actual you know for me say the energetic work the integration is as important like because it's given that space for to really sink into the cells and given the chance the mind in a sense a chance to catch up as well like You know, because when, like, so say I work at the pure energetic level, it's at the pure energy, like, so it's going to take time for it to feed through the mental, the emotional, the physical body, like, so as to give ourselves that space and that time and that understanding of knowing that's what's Mm. happening because sometimes after healing we'd maybe just think oh the healing's happening in that space when I'm with my say even if I'm at at a talking therapy the healing's happening in that moment the healing's happening when I'm talking to my coach when I'm sitting you know receiving Reiki or when I'm receiving a shamanic healing or only when I'm sitting in my yoga class but to me like it's all rippling out after that there as well like you know just like in a retreat to me, it's, it's all happening there in the integration too, but there's going to be even more integration afterwards. Like, do you know, because if you're held in that container space for two days, three days, a week, a month, whatever it is, then when you go back out into the world there's even more, more sort of not even more but there's integration still to be done because then you're bringing other variables into the space mm-hmm. and the same with healing in general like so to me it's like giving that space for the rest of the system to catch up but for us to have the awareness that that's what's happening too rather than oh my god i shouldn't be feeling maybe angry or oh my god why am i so upset and you know i thought that was dealt with in that session there like but now i'm still thinking about it to realize that these are like little remnants little as you mentioned sort of little threads that were sort of unwinded and now we're sort of weaving them in differently like and I think it's really beautiful too because like over a longer period of time it gives us the opportunity to see the thread Mm. as well like to see oh yeah actually you know it's not that same thing it's the same theme possibly but in, in a different way I'm experiencing it seeing it sitting with it being with it you know like maybe without doing anything else with it besides that but we can get to sort of look back and see okay this is what's playing out through my life Mm -hmm. at this moment in time and then I get to sort of interact with it maybe a little bit differently Mm
1: -hmm. and I think what you said earlier this sort of rippling through you know from the energetic to all the different layers and bodies like for me integration that way you know for me to have actually a clear understanding, like a cognitive thought about what it exactly is that I've learned, what it is that I've grown into, that can take sometimes, depending on the growth process, that can be months afterwards, you know, until I can, like I know it and I feel it beforehand, but by the time I can actually label it. And so Mm. I think it's really important to understand that there are different ways of processing and there's different stages of integration as well, you know. And sometimes you might not even be as such aware of it as in in your linguistics like you might not have a word you know if a friend goes like so what have you Mm. learned from there and you like you could just like i i know but i can't give you possibly a word for it's not at that place yet you know and so i think there is a part of the integration process um where again it's it's like creating space where it's not so much in the doing you know, there is a part where journaling helps. There's a part where speaking it out helps. There's a top, you know, and then there is also mm. the need to just sit down and breathe. I just keep coming back to that breathing because we got to trust that in that way that all the different systems, they also communicate with one another. And so whenever something shifted, sometimes something can shift on, on, on purely the, the physical level, but by the time it, it it ripples into all, into the energetics and everything, it can, it can be just like, you know, that little, I must say delay, like sometimes it can be two seconds and sometimes that can be just longer because it's even, I think even in the integration process that we're learning something. You know, it's like, when we bring it back to the physical. If you haven't been to yoga for a while and you go to a to physical class um, or any class for that matter, and you move and you might just have like a muscle sore, you know, the muscle sore usually comes 24 to 48 hours afterwards. So you could have like literally a day where you feel nothing. And then the following day after that you you know you feel that like the delayed onset of muscle tenderness you know and so what that is it's literally a physical body just integrating and processing what has happened beforehand and then the day after usually things ease off and you can go back so same when we go into aspects where we had a, not a physical stretch but maybe an emotional stretch you know so we can kind of feel these oh I'm totally fine and then two days later you sit in the bedroom floor in tears <laughs> you're like, oh, I thought I've processed that and you back up and you know so to me integration is like it's not just a doing part it's all just holding space for all of that that you have those light bulb moments and then you have these moments of confusion you know like the doms in the muscul- in muscular system you know um, and then eventually you know, the whole system has adjusted. Because to me, when we're talking about integration, the way I look at it, any experience, ideally, when it starts to come to that part where it's healing, where it's wholesome, where it's freeing, where it's integrating, I'd like every part of me to be informed by that experience. And so then as a result, with every cell of my being, having that information and being connected to all the other cells in my body, how I respond to future situations could be quite different, you know, because I have changed. I'm still me, but there's a different, as a result of the integration. And to me, that's the gold, you know, and I think the times we're in at the moment, it's not necessarily that we all have to change jobs and we have to, you know, um, get in or out of a relationship But sometimes it's nothing external at all but has everything to do with how much joy we we can gain in the moment or how much space we feel we can take up in a relationship or how you know how much love we can receive or our capacity to give love may have also kind of grown you know and so to me integration is really the process that then allows for the whole system to work as one on a higher level mm. yeah. And the integration will happen anyway
0: like but it means that we're just allowing it when we're working with it we're allowing it maybe to anchor in a different way like we're bringing more awareness to it as part of the process like but instead of life then dragging you around or you feeling everything sort of swapping on top of you that you have a deeper understanding of seeing these things and Maybe understanding what they are, where they're coming from, or just understanding I can't figure any of this out, but it's part of this greater shift that I'm experiencing within myself mm. at this minute in time, like, or as a result of X, Y, Z, do you know, like, so it's allowing us and like to me like integration is not a logical thing like you can't plan it you you can't figure your way out of it you can't think your way out of it do you know like it's just it's just not in that realm like it's more in the sort of the symbolism the metaphor the sort of even the feeling or the sense or an intuitive knowing like and it's always early days after like receiving a healing or sitting with your therapist or going whatever it is you're doing like it's it takes time like you know and when I say it takes time doesn't mean it takes a long 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 time but as and when we're just stepping out of like a session we're only in the early days of experiencing what does this feel like now in my body the sense of peace oh you know and then we begin to walk out and we're noticing oh already the tractor's already taken that piece from me you know or am I giving that piece to the tractor like do you know like and we're beginning to notice oh okay now when I start driving that's when I feel it Oh, okay, it's, it's moving again, and I'm not losing it. Do you know? Like, and that's where our brain will mm-hmm. goes that you're losing this feeling or this, what you've received during the healing, you know, like, and you're not losing it. It's just that you're noticing all the little dynamics that interplay with mm-hmm. it. Do you know, like whether it's peace, joy, happiness, bliss, you know, anxiety, whatever it might be, you're noticing all the other things that sort of hit off at at different stages. Like, mm-hmm. and if we don't realize that, then we can go, oh, well, that's you no. Know, that healing just washed off me in a sense. You know, like, like a little transfer you'd stick on your arm like when you are young. You're like, it's just gone. Like, but it hasn't. Like, it's just then life is just, you're just noticing because you maybe have a clear sight in a sense to see, oh, okay, actually, that's one of the things that really does poke at me. Like, oh, actually, when I have those conversations, that's where I notice my boundaries don't exist whatsoever. Oh, but I notice actually they're really good in this area. You know, and you're not always noticing just the, in a sense the weaker spots you're noticing too oh that's where oh I've done that differently this time oh that's really interesting like and you might not notice that as we've said so many times until you look back like do you know like most people when they come to me then like for their second session you're like oh it was only when I was driving here and I was thinking I've noticed mm. this is different do you know like and it's on the, the reflection back like because we in a sense can't really fully reflect forward because we don't know the variables that are going to come into play mm. like
1: Mm. um so the thought that I had here is like this you know when you come out of a you know a session a healing session a yoga session a you know where that immediate impact was and you're like whoa I feel so free I feel lifted you know I feel you know my god my shoulder girdle is like really fluid and then you know it sort of seems to go like what is it it doesn't go it diffuses So from an anatomical point of view, like when we're freeing up some muscles or even stabilizing some muscles around the shoulder girdle, yes, as a result, there will be maybe some muscle soreness the days couple after that, you know, but it doesn't stay in that area what a lot of us unless like you're looking into sort of like anatomy movement is like what we might not be aware of is that when you're freeing up a muscle in around the shoulder that feeds into the back muscles that feels it feeds into the chest muscles that feeds down into how your hips are communicating down into your femur bones into the leg bones you know so it affects the whole system will you really feel it and still you know am I going like oh my shoulder's gone tighter again a little bit yeah maybe maybe in comparison because our awareness is not so you know that sense of that intense feeling of freedom in that shoulder um might not be there but what we sometimes oversee is the diffusion that has happened throughout the entire body the whole system has adjusted has become just a little bit freer and so this is i feels like you know when traditionally when you um dyed cloth you know you put the cloth into the indigo mm-hmm. color and then you pull it back out and you put it into the sun and it kind of dried up and every time you dipped it into the indigo color like it was really vibrant and then you lay it out in the sun and it kind of you know dries out and with that loses a little bit again of the color but you keep doing this process and over time through the regular dipping you know the color sort of the vibrancy sticks and to me that's that's integration that is that is that process of you, you keep showing up with it's you know whether you, you work with Reiki yourself, or you keep showing up to a session, or whether you, you know, go to yoga, and then you have an astrology session, or whatever it is, they're all aspects of dipping the cloth into, into sort of like the dye, or freeing it up in that way, and so, and then it diffuses into all the different, different aspects. So, whilst, you know, we might look like, oh my God, I've I've lost all that, the good, the gain, I've lost it all, you know. It really isn't like that. And I think we talked last week about celebration, you know, in a way celebrating the integration phase, you know, honoring it. Um and without the pressure that I have to come out of an integration phase with the one thing, you know, it's like again what did you learn from here? It's like, I, I don't know about you, but for me, integration takes so long. If I go ever on a training and somebody asks me, so what are your takeaways from the day? I'm like, oh, can I talk to you tomorrow? Because like, I feel I know exactly what the takeaways are, but mm-hmm. I can't give you a word for it. You know, it won't make sense. what comes out of my mouth. So, you know, we can, all will be different. And there can be times when it's just clarity arrives like that. But I think to honor that process of the dipping the cloth, coming more and more home into ourselves i think that that is sort of and and also the last point in that maybe when we when we when we're working with the integration process consciously, what really happens is is our awareness becomes refined. We start seeing the small adjustment in other parts of our life. You know, we come in out of a session going, okay, I know everything about boundary setting now. And then we kind of start to play around with boundary setting very verbally with some people, (laughs) you know, and we're like, oh, I've overshot that maybe a little bit, or, you know, oh, that wasn't so strong. So it's like a real loud theme maybe as it integrates first. But eventually you're just like boundary setting becomes something just like that naturally comes out of your system almost it emanates out of you where people just don't take up that space anymore on you that happened beforehand so to me that's integration too so it can be very subtle and and just celebrating I think the process is really is a real important part without necessarily focusing on the exact outcome
0: mm. it becomes part of yeah. you then like it is you, know, you like so it does it's it's just who you are then or how you are in the world then like and it becomes less of a thing that you see really you know that you want to shift and change yes and oh you're more at peace with whatever version of it has shown up in life at that moment in time because at a something at a core level has has shifted around it like and then has settled into the body and become one Mm. with it again like that and you know for me it's like sometimes sort of the integration it is about staying sort of with, you know, what was I experiencing sort of, or how was I feeling after the healing? If it was something like, you know, peace, bliss, kindness, or had the insight to be more compassionate to myself or the insight as, and yet you're, you're avoiding taking action. You need to actually get your finger out there, you know, like you're playing those little games with yourself, you know, like so it's like, how can I carry that with me, you know, or in me? And what can I do then to feed it, nurture it, tend mm-hmm. to it, in those coming days. So it's kind of like just the practice with it, like not never out of the fear that it will, you know, like, but just that actually I want to can can I even allow more peace into my being? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, can I find out what actually allows me to experience that? Where do I feel most joyful in life? Where do I feel I am already strong? you know enough to set my boundaries where do I feel I already speak really clearly and then I can also notice those places maybe where I find that more challenging but I'm beginning to sort of step more into that energy so it becomes more familiar to me and sometimes we need to do it more internally before we even bring it out to the outside world like because it's kind of like sometimes like you know we're talking about boundaries like and we all know like Christ are the hardest things depending on how you're brought up in the world like you know like so easy to talk about so easy to talk about like do you know because like so many other aspects come along with it but it's like we get used to that feeling of what would that feel Mm -hmm. like you know in my body so if i've experienced chatting about it with my therapist or an energy whatever it is whatever my session was or my personal work with it that i'm going okay actually i think i i think i get a sense of this what it might feel like you know like to hold a boundary to have my own space you know like my boundary feels like it's flowing it's not a big brick wall everybody else out of this Mm -hmm. here like you know that allows uh, the armor it's up But, you know, it allows in and out, but I'm getting to choose what comes in the gate, what goes out the gate sort of thing. Like, or I'm allowing it to be at a certain space so I can actually see what comes in and out the gate versus most of our boundaries are right on top of ourselves. Like, And then it's like, okay, can I pretend walking around the house now feeling Mm. that there? Do you know, like, and how does it feel just to carry that energy? And then maybe if I was just to carry it without doing anything, you know, when I meet my friend and just notice what happens. Do you like, oh, I feel it shrink straight away. Or, oh, no, actually, I could hold it for five minutes. That's good going. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, or just no- just noticing without analysing even, but just playing with it. So it's like you're taking all of this out and experimenting with it. And it's giving you, to me, it's like it's like building muscle almost. So then maybe when I do need to actually possibly just energetically hold my mm-hmm. own space, might not need to verbal, but I might need to be verbal about it, that I already have sort of that okay, I can do this or I, can, I have a felt experience off it like and it's okay if I fall at that hurdle as well like because it's all an experiment as well. like but what I think really shows us sometimes is how powerful the mind is like do you know, when it comes to integration, like oh that di- I didn't integ- like you know that didn't work or I've lost that there. it's gone or why is all this happening It sh- or mind it shows the power of the mind and how often it kicks up during healing like because it's going. Let's just try and get things back to the way it was. So if we throw all these wee little objections in the way, maybe they'll forget about, you know, changing that direction mm-hmm. or standing up for themselves or speaking their truth or wanting to express themselves. Like, you know, so to me, it's amazing when we see, wow, all those voices were already in my head, but I'm actually getting the opportunity maybe to hear them. And to me, there's power in that.
1: Yeah, because... Another way how the mind likes to trick us to not integrate and not change direction is by jumping ahead of things, right, onto the next thing, onto the next thing. And so when we sort of skip that conscious part of the integration or giving it that space, like our mind sort of convinces us that we're already moving on, you know, to, you know, growth or, or the next level of you or the next whatever you, you know, what I call it. But it's a very sneaky way of bypassing the actual growth <laughs> until we kind of meet a similar situation again. So I think one way of working with it as well is to kind of go, well, now now that I know, like, you know, now that I'm aware of it, what now? Like, what am I going to do with it? You know, what, where, Mm -hmm. where is there space for that in my life? You know, how can that be a resource? You know, how is that informing my choices? How is that informing um you know my next steps how is that informing how i see myself you know like again like you said keeping on the internal first but i think that's also a really powerful way then when it has percolated mm. through to the kind of conscious mind that you go okay xyz is is what sort of like has been distilled this is sort of the learning like okay a- a- and now what <laughs> mm. yeah yeah and and like it's
0: like when we do um, soul retrieval, when I share soul retrieval people, and when I do it for myself and all, like it's like the question is asked, like so this is beautiful that this energy that is part of me has you know come back home, and now I'm able to tend to it, to feed to it. But what is it asking of mm-hmm. me now? Do you know, like because more than likely it may ask for change, it will probably ask for changes, like because I've lived my life without expressing it, holding it having it up as in a sense a really deeply integrated part of myself so my life has been led through that trajectory so then if I'm bringing say fun back or play or creativity things that as adults we kind of go I don't have time for that kind of crap like do you know like when we bring maybe that part of ourselves back it's like okay now Mm -hmm. oh like so how could that change my life and that can be scary in a sense because we're like I might not know what that looks like and uh oh what if it does invite change it doesn't mean as we always say it doesn't mean everything has to fall apart but even that idea of like I'm allowed to have fun Mm. okay Uh, that's a little bit weird Mm. you know so it's that question that you're saying is exactly it like you know so possibly even if I'm still just in the middle of just sort of digesting it I can still ponder what is it inviting me into like what is maybe the potential change and then can I can I allow myself to continue feeding the, these energies these parts of me whilst no one not there as well like yeah because that's part where we could start starving them almost like do you know like, so you're taking the responsibility to tend to these parts to tend to the healing to tend to the integration because part of you's going I want this mm-hmm. like a bigger part of you I always say is going I want this like even though the brain's going eject eject rewind get backwards forget about that you're grand do you know like there's a bigger part of our soul going but this is this is mine do you know like this is a part of me no matter what it is like that you're bringing healing to you and I I need it back or I want to experience this again or as we always say we're returning back to our our true self our true blueprint so a part of this is going I want that like I want to be that I want to experience that
1: hmm. and then with that I think that's You know, I mean, you can extend the integration process, I suppose, (laughs) forever. But, you know, with that, once you're stepping into that or starting to reflect, you know, how is this affecting me? How is this changing me? How is this influencing me? Am I willing to, you know, spend time with, you know, how that feels in me as I'm stepping then out into the world? You are going to be, even if you try not to, slightly different in relationships, so this is where then your internal work naturally, needs, you know, becomes or is trying to become integrated into all our relationships because if any one of us adjusts, grows in ourselves, comes back home into ourselves, heals an aspect of ourselves, releases something, you know, that what we're looking for, that integration of that process, that, you know, digesting of everything and noticing how it affects us and then us is stepping into that relationship with our friend or a partner um just to even i think sometimes foreshadowing in a way that it will affect the relationship in some way you know and, and not to really want to warn us, then to kind of go right away into this chaos thinking you know because we oftentimes here as well like well when you change like the chat, the relationship is going to be really challenged you know and that our mind wants to tell us that as well change doesn't always have to mean like a bad thing you know like giving the other person the grace and the opportunity to actually step up with us you know because this is how we like i mean this is a sacred relationships this is how we grow one another we all had a friend who stepped into the, their light and by them doing that challenged us and made us feel maybe inferior or angry or bad or like what whatever it was. And then there was a moment where like, well, no, you know what? I can actually rise with her. Like that really, you know. And so when we integrate, we get to be that in the relationship with others. But I think it is always helpful to, you know, to maybe consider the, the possibilities that something will change without necessarily going narrow and going like, well, <laughs> I wanna wonder how my dad's gonna react to me now in this way, or how my brother's gonna react to me in this way, or my best friend is gonna. I bet you she's not gonna like that, you know. Without going too narrow, but just kind of, I think with that, with that awareness of something within us has 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 grown, has integrated, has clicked into place. Just an inv- an awareness of how that naturally, energetically, and I like to keep it on the energetic, like watching how the energy waves sort of travel. I would mm-hmm. rather than the actual action of the other person, what the other person says. Just like let your sort of slightly modified energy pattern, your auric field, whatever you want to call it, just meet the other person. It's like almost like a meeting for the first time again, you know, in a way. And and, and this is ultimately, I, to me, it goes a little bit off maybe on a tangent, but just briefly to me, when we talk about, you know, service, you know, seva, the idea of yoga, or the idea of purpose, or dharma, or like, how can possibly I, in my existence here, contribute towards the goodness of the world, this is exactly how we're doing it, and this is how we're doing it, we don't need to get onto, you know, into a yoga teacher position, or any other position, we we constantly, Ram Das said it so beautifully, we're all walking each other home. We're all just walking each other home, you know, so by doing that integration work, just always know it, it does ripple on into into these other fields as well. And just having a general awareness of that, I think is really helpful.
0: I think it's, you're allowing yourself the opportunity to be surprised. Yeah. Do you know, like we may have a sense of what something may look like or potentially <laughs> look like? But it's to allow such an open space and so much mystery to be there because our little minds will cannot imagine some of the beauty that can come from healings. And the same then when we're interacting with other people, allowing ourselves to be surprised because our brain will go to, oh, well, they're going to be. But what if they actually don't maybe even notice? Do you know, like, as and they continue on, what if they respond and they shift and change? What if they acknowledge that difference in you? Do you know, like, so there's so many mm-hmm. what ifs, like, and let's allow ourselves to go into the what ifs, mm-hmm. like, but also to, like, allow ourselves to be surprised because like, sometimes when we're sort of doing our healing work, we're always thinking that people are going to be pushing back against mm-hmm. it, like, and therefore we're already that's all we're holding space for like and we're already going in with the possible guns ablazing, waiting to defend ourselves like versus but what maybe am I not seeing by doing that like do you know like can I go in and hold that space differently And, and totally like if I need to eject from it eject like but most of the time it's just sometimes understanding that that's where everybody everybody's in their own place and each is fine like So if I'm upset that somebody doesn't see my healing or somebody's not changed by it or they're not reacting differently, then that's on my side, not on their side. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know, like, because I can't pull them through the hedges, like onto the spiritual train, like, do you know, like onto the healing train, they've got to want to step off the platform and onto it, like, because that's where the empowerment is for everybody, like, because otherwise resentment could possibly grow from that place, like.
1: And it's always the question, you know, if I so desperately want to pull someone onto the healing train, I go like, where is that coming from within me? <laughs> yeah, you know? well, I
0: like it. So I think a lot of it is like, yeah, we can just go on and be surprised by it. And even after or and during and after integration, be surprised mm-hmm. by what can potentially be there versus going on. This is what I think this this feeling of working with the the mother archetype or with... I don't know, like the hanged one or whatever archetype you might be working with, Bridget, whatever it may be. Like, I've gone. This is what this will definitely bring to mm-hmm. me. You go in like and meet it as if new each time, like because you you don't know. Like we may have ideas, but it's to allow yourself to be open to the magic is
1: what I would see it as. Like. Yeah, hundred percent. Because you know when we talk about like ah oh, miracles or you know you said the mystery, <laughs> I think that this it's really healthy to remind ourselves that there's a whole lot of things we know, there's a whole lot of things we're aware of that we don't know, and then there is just such a big space of possibilities that we don't even know that we don't know, you know, and that's sort of, I think, what we're talking about. It's like, you know, a shifting vibration frequency into an experience that you haven't experienced beforehand, a way of being that you've never been beforehand, because otherwise when we foresee or try to you know anticipate we're really pulling from old patterns we're pulling from something that we've seen somewhere that we've seen over or that's the kind of relationship I saw over there with my friend or that that's the kind of behavior saw on social media or that's the kind of you know that my parents left and so so we project forward from from that big sort of selection of experiences and ideas that we're already aware of but what if we could create something, be surprised by something that we weren't even aware of, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I used to love going to, still do, but just not physically at the moment, go to teachers that I really appreciated. Um, and some of them, they, they did write a workshop a description onto it or a training description onto it but there were a few that I went to that actually always said like this or something else whatever is needed in the moment and I love that you know because I'm like I for myself from this position feel I need to work on ABC but I only see that from my limited view and so I'd rather go like, that sort of teacher really resonates with me. So I don't care what he or she is teaching. I'm just going to mm. throw myself in there. And I trust that particular teacher because we've you know had this relationship over the years that that teacher will see in me what I don't see in me. Because that's really a teacher's job. It's to see your potential and like show you areas where you weren't even looking. And to me, that's, that's sort of the healing. It's the surprise element in that way. It's like, yes, I want to work on those boundaries. And then you just all of a sudden you know, have a different relationship to yourself, a different self-love, different acceptance. And the boundary thing is not even an issue anymore because you just, you know, you, you sort of live it through a different concept. You're like, there's so much self-love and acceptance and love for the other person there that the boundaries find a natural, very good place, you know. And so sometimes things can be solved in in the way sort of that we weren't even looking and stepping into something like, well, I wasn't even looking or healing like self-worth. <laughs> but if we yeah. have, you know, and I think, a teacher or a session to always leave that even in a, in a yoga class that intention I always personally like to keep when I practice an intention you keep the intention specific but loose in a terms of like you know m- may this create a shift for my highest good full stop rather than may it fix my right hip joint <laughs> you know because like if it's for the highest good it'll it'll work itself out when it needs to be and i think having an intention and practicing intention setting that leaves a little bit of room for that area that mystery that maybe there is something where i'm not even looking that i'm not even aware of i don't even know that i don't know that part and of of a way of being a human and you know so then that potential is to come into myself it can come show up even in a relationship you know when i step after session into relating to someone, I'm like, oh, that could be just that potential. That person might react in a way. Maybe that person has waited for me finally to get that thing sorted. You know, <laughs> we always kind of think we need to pull the other one on a spiritual train, but it could be quite the mm. other way around, too. Mm-hmm. It's leaving space,
0: mm. do you know, like it's all to me, it's always like leave the space for just, in a sense, the magic, the mystery, the unknown to come through. Mm. like. Do you know, like, because we may know what we want, but we sure as hell sometimes do not know what we need, like, and to me, all the best healings take place in that space of actually, yeah, this is what you're saying to me, but like, let's head this direction instead, like, because you're hearing what's not being said, like, and instead, like, and to me, I, I love that there, just going to my teacher and seeing what happens, like, do you know, like, and he'll always go down and what you what, what you brought here did, this, does this help? And I'm like, who cares what I brought here today this is this is exactly what I need (laughs) do you know like and I love that you're like okay now 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 I know what I need
1: for this moment in time like I think space is such a I mean that's probably enough for for entire episode by itself but just when you're saying space it reminds me always like at night looking up at the night sky and just looking how much space there actually is and then you know for the nerds, if you want to look even at the on a molecular level like how much space is even you know when you go into the level of your skin or your organs you know like and it's it's also the approach we take with with meditation it's not to you know fight your thoughts but just maybe by watching your thoughts all of a sudden you realize there's a bit of space every once in a while between thought and another thought and you just the more you become aware of space it's sort of like your nervous system actually relaxes and I think that's where the healing can can come in where we're not, you know, sometimes we gotta watch ourselves being like control freaks in our own healing journey. (laughs) Micromanaging.
0: (laughs) Never (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking about we mentioned sort of um I we don't have to go into the specifics of it, but I'm thinking for those listening it might be nice to give little prompts to help them Mm -hmm. maybe reflect back on this last period when we were chatting about um Jupiter, if I'm correct, moving back into Aquarius mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or moving into Aquarius, whatever the language will be correctly about that, you can adjust my BB. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it might, might be nice to give some little pointers for them, some little things for them to chew on or just to contemplate mm-hmm. Um, so they can start sort of, in a sense, integrating this last period off, off this. So I'm going to hand it over to you, my dear, to give the little sort of part around the Jupiter, Pisces, Aquarius part because my language and will be Yeah, language then. is beautiful.
1: <laughs> so essentially for the last two and a half months for around mid-May all the way through June and now till, till July and um, Jupiter has sort of peaked into Pisces and now it's back in Aquarius pretty much until the end of the year. Uh, and so what these two and a half months really symbolize are sort of a peek into when Jupiter eventually moves into, you know, Pisces. So we got a little sneak preview. So a good way of looking at that is over the last, you know, since mid-May, regardless of what planets or what energy specifically on it, I would start with, start around even early May, because we feel that's usually beforehand from early May until like maybe next week even you know before the next episode arrives gives a week or two either side and just look at what sort of the main themes that came up are there any things that you know you maybe approach differently any you know maybe you were reacting some to something in a different way maybe there's something that came into sort of your life where you were like holy shit like that's like that's new didn't know where that comes come from I felt quite cozy in it and it may stay or might go again out of your life for a little bit and coming coming, coming back in, you know. Um, so looking at sort of from your own life without narrowing it too much down exactly, you know, because when we go into Jupiter means this and Pisces means that and we, we kind of start to filter our life very, you know, into the crumbs. But I think generally look over the last two and a half months and um, look sort of yeah what was different what stood out for you what was maybe new to you you know that would be sort of the first layer and then we can look into you know what Pisces as an energy stands for and what Jupiter stands for so I mean Pisces very very generally like you know has something to do with the dream world it is mutable water, so it is the element of water, and the mutability means there is sort of a, a spiralic movement. There is, it's not linear, you know. It's like it's back and forth, and it's changing. So, think of, you know, um, maybe the when you look at look at the sea washing towards the shore and then back out into the sea, and you have that little bit the backwash that goes back into the wave and you know things are moving around you know when you when you look at it things are usually you can't see usually the sea floor. things can be a little bit murky or you know if you're allowing yourself to have fun in that if you look at kids playing the part of the beach they think it's the best thing you know because they don't have no agenda they don't want to go into the water or back out they're just hanging there <laughs> um but if you if you look at some other people that maybe you know um usually it is when we get a bit older we just get like and I don't mean necessarily 70 80 this happens way earlier but when we lose that like five six seven year old stage you know we're usually like I want to walk into that sea elegantly and I want to come out without being swept over (laughs) but you know you can just like it can feel a little bit like that backwards where it was like you know it depends on our attitude you know where um things maybe have not been that clear you know um where things were a bit more like spacey or a bit dreamlike you know but they also think maybe something came into your life such as like music you know maybe you for whatever reason started to listen to certain artists again that you haven't listened to for years or maybe you started picking up an instrument or maybe you were drawn to certain reading poetry or, or picked um, I was chatting chatting to a friend and they had a, a naming ceremony for their kids and um, they picked some of John O'Donoghue's readings you know I was like it was just kind of quite apt mm-hmm. for the time as as well and you know her sharing that with me uh, was also quite because it's not something that would be necessarily have to we talked about everything over the years but that wouldn't be just something you know wouldn't necessarily talk about poets in that way so anything like that i think would be a first way to look at it um what i sort of because i th- uh, like w- from your point of view um sort of this piscean feel piscean in jupiter feel
0: what's <clears throat> coming
1: to my mind is like exactly what you said
0: like it's just nice in general to stand back without letting the labels get too stuck on us like because then we'll miss maybe mm. themes or patterns that are moving through that are part of a bigger part of our life like in general something else being hit off a different planet like so it's nice even for this period to stand back and sort of notice where has my perspective mm. shifted possibly yeah. do you know like what and uh, uh, like just for myself I feel like it's like you know what new information have I received like and I don't mean like you know oh I've studied like 16 courses or whatever it is like you know like just from watching my life being in my life and maybe observing it or just living it you know like what have I sort of learned do you know like or it's kind of like to me it's like information around yourself and around your sort of workings in the world or like deeper patterns that have sort of been coming up as well on a scale like so it's like what have I noticed about that where maybe have I noticed like and maybe they've changed already you know like the beliefs or thoughts that maybe have been coming up and have been looking to shift and expand and sort of create new neural pathways almost in your brain like you know like and if they've shifted already like writing those down so you can remember that they have changed like do you know like so you're looking for not just what you know I need to work on now but you're looking at what has in this space sort of grown shifted expanded maybe I've integrated already maybe it's a continuation of a thread that'll be moving on through is sort of what I see it as and like I know from my personal experience like my I've had a couple of dreams and I, I wake up and I laugh and like, yeah that's just I don't need anybody to analyze that. It's speaking to me as clear as Mm -hmm. a day, like sort of thing. And then I can work with the energies that were appearing in that dream for me, like that way, like, and there's just, there's been loads of dreams, but two that, you know, you just know that that they're the juicy ones to stick with the rest, all sort of feed into it, but they're the ones to hang on to, like, so it's to notice even in those little spaces, like, but also I think tapping and for some reason, the words desire and awe keep coming into Mm -hmm. my mind all the time these last few weeks and even last month or so like and they're just two words that keep just popping in and conversations and just in different things do you know like so what are my desires like do you know like and in this last few months maybe what have I been feeding or what desires do I feel I want to bring out which ones are trying to come out possibly and for some reason awe and it's kind of like at your time to know the children in the water To me, it seems like this quality that's looking to come through, like on a collective level is like these little peel off the eyeballs almost. And can I see, you know, what does awe mean Mm. to me? Like, you know, it's kind of one of those words we don't really throw in in the conversation. You know, like I was awed by, you know, whatever happened. We don't use it. You know, it's like awe, like it leaves you without words, which is what somebody goes to me, explain awe. I'm like, I don't have words for it but I know what it feels like so to me it's like bringing that and not just in a relationship with nature but all of life like do you know like what would that feel like to be able to look at my window or to look at my kids or my partner not like you know with this big and they're like so ethereal sort of thing like but just with fresh eyes Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know you're cleaning your your little glasses like and you're seeing things from a very different perspective and level, even though it's the same thing you're looking at every day.
1: Yeah, 100 percent. And I think, you know, the quality of Jupiter in terms of that, it wants to expand us. It wants to lift up us up, up and out of ourselves, almost out of that old shell. You know, when we talked so much about this shedding of the, the snake skin or, you know, oh. our old layers, so Jupiter is like you know, wants to lift us up and out out of that. And we're, we're too. And that's the Piscean quality. We talked about that earlier on. It's sometimes like hard to find the words. to, it's, it's that the mystery. It is that sort of, you know, that you were saying awe inspired. Because when, when we think when we're in awe or something is awe inspiring, it, it slows us right down, right? It's like we even like, it's like, it's not even that we're holding the breath. It's just that moment of no breath. And, that is a way of this most sacred landing here in the most physical i mean we we teach it when with breath work you know that pause between the inhalation or the exhalation um it's just that moment of of yeah of awe of spirit being able to enter through through us into this world and and also there is this state of even in breathing practices there there's times when we hold consciously our breath and then there's times when um unconsciously our breath just pauses and that that's just that moment where all of the system and everything is just it's that perfect moment you know which is really Mm -hmm. awe-inspiring when we look out over the ocean or if we look at you know a sunset or you know I I always I always get it with like siblings hug each other (laughs) you know there's this this, Mm -hmm. there's just a certain sense of of beauty and freedom and 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 it's just like perfection as such you know um looking at nature um it, it's in so many places and i think there is something in this time so looking back what you know took your literally your breath away what was awe inspiring to you you know and that can be the big moments or you can kind of go like excuse i didn't get it even to get out of my house you know but it can be something like a little gesture that your partner maybe did for you or like a, a very kind phone call of a friend it's like can we allow ourselves to fall into that awe inspiration that feeling of you know um and who we who are we how do we perceive ourselves when we're in that space you know and I think that is like essentially that that opening up you know it's like the way we usually solve a problem is not by thinking harder about it it's usually by taking a shower or going for a walk right because what you essentially do you get yourself closer to that awe-inspiring moment where we have access to really every Not only research within ourselves, but literally every resource in the, you know, conceptual resource in the world. That's how we get sort of these insights, inspirations. And so there is to me, these sort of taste of two and a half month, it's also like an invitation of like, when, you know, Jupiter moves back into Pisces, like, then it's like, oh my God, okay, can I be more open to all of that? And how would I feel if I would, was to let the smallest, kindest gesture really sort of soften my heart? And in a way, it's not just soft my heart. It's actually when you're all inspired, you're actually taking up more space. It's very airy, but you're taking up way more more mm. more, more space. And so to me, it's an invitation sort of eventually to move into that. And so, you know, doing a little bit of digging. The reason why integration digging is because what we're talking about here are the general themes, right? But where where you know pisces and jupiter is for you in your particular chart that is definitely can be different areas of your if your life so we we don't know everyone's chart that's listening you know um but so if you kind of go backwards reverse engineer and like pick up the crumbs like what were sort of the themes over the last two and a half months it gives you ideas where these openings can come in and again they can come in everywhere but that is just like where we're usually a little more sensitized or maybe a bit more aware where that can land Mm
0: and it's nice just to take these moments now to do that there, like do you know like while the space Mm -hmm. is there and um I'm just thinking too like you know when we're chatting about integration it doesn't always have to be done through the mind like the journaling the writing and all of that's beautiful like but use the things that work Mm -hmm. for you like do you know, like, you know, for some, it's the knitting. Do you know, like, it allows them just to, the brain to work away in the background without them having to think about it. Like, for somebody else, it's crafting with their hands. For somebody else, it's like, while they're out walking. For somebody else, it's while they're painting. Do you know, like, while they're writing poetry or whatever it might be. You know, like, you don't have to go find something now to help you integrate. Do you know, like, it's look around, you go, how have I done it in the past? In a way that really feels good for me, nourishing for me, that is in a sense, easy to do as and I don't need six billion things Mm. in order to do it or I don't need to, you know, go out now and start shopping around for all the tools. That it's something that I can have access to at at any moment. Like, so, and we're all different. Like, I know some people will dance it. Do you know, like, so it's find your, your little way. Like, so that's the permission to go play and experiment with that.
1: Yeah, so important. And maybe just one last piece on that because sometimes when we read that or hear that in astrology it's like it goes into Pisces and it moves out of Pisces it's like it sounds like we're losing all of that until Jupiter moves back into that energy so this is not at all the way I'm thinking of that you know when you Mm. you know when you make a a barbecue fire like you get the coals to catch well first fire and then you need to get them kind of like simmering away in that like in that red coal state and to me this is that we've been sort of lit up in certain areas of our life each and every one individually and you know for some of us it happens in our practical life because that's where we're just most aware of or that's where it, where it works for our individual timing and healing journey and for some of us it has been maybe you know in the subconscious like crazy dreams or you know or like all of a sudden like in the, in the creative expression or for some of us maybe in the emotional field like we just had a different capacity to be there like to be open to emotions you know um, so it's not that we kind of push that down now so that sort of like gets to simmer along so that's the other part of the integration. You know, again, like you might not have a word for it, but you might just know, you have just a hunch or a feeling or you get an idea of it. And I think that's where, especially when working with astrology, I always hesitate to bring it into the very concrete Too quickly. Sometimes we need that because that's where astrology can also be sometimes hard to relate to, but it's symbolic. You know, if you go, it's like nail that down to one incident and this is where it's happening in my life, you know, and there's been Mm -hmm. more creativity in my work, beautiful. But like if you limit it to that, we're kind of missing the point. So going forward, I would say you've been primed. It's like, no, no, see where else you see that in your life, you know, like working with that, being in those spaces. Um, and then as we go on into into that sort of when Jupiter eventually moves into um, Pisces again, which happens every 12 years, you know, it's <laughs> it, it, it's it's not like like some other transits that happens like once in your mm-hmm. lifetime. like this this does there's cycles, you know to it. But um, it just means you have been primed, and you can play with that maybe throughout the rest of the year. And maybe the that means the rest of the year doesn't. You can carry a little bit of that joyous spark, that childlike spirit, or that creative spirit, or just having like mm. maybe something helped you to crack the shell open a little bit of that little chicken that's just hatching out. And you know, you just like pick away on it and stick your head out and see what's out there for you in life. And I think collectively that is also very very promising i think for all of us to kind of look at doing life in a new way and we've talked about this like every other episode (laughs) literally in the different ways that also feeds into that energy also feeds into that so if Mm you want a new world if you want to create a world that is you know that is working for more of us hopefully all of us going forward um the changes that need to be made you know This is how we individually conceive them and how we can bring them in and create a life that feels, you know, Jupiter for me is always, it's like joyous, but it's also, it's capacity expanding. I always think of a bird and eagle spreading their wings a little bit, you know, just like that, just pre-flight, it's like, and now we can, we have breathing space, you know, so to me, there's a lot of of that in there as well. Where do you get to breathe in your life? Where do you get to expand your wings into, like, ease and Joyfulness, yeah,
0: beautiful, gorgeous. So, thank you, everybody. We'll finish on that little note. So, spread your wings and see what's in that space for you. Um, we look forward to connecting mm-hmm. with you as always next week. And take very good care of yourself in the coming week. And as always, if you want to leave us a little review or the little stars, please do. We deeply appreciate it. So, chat you next week. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and B.B. Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and TheThirstySoul.com.